BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome back to another episode of Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's going on? Hi. How are you? Swell. How are you? I'm great. Addy, thank you so much for your logo. Queen City Creative Works. Can you flip over to me? What are you, new? Golly. Queen City Creative Works, thank you so much for your continued partnership. Partnership slash sponsorship. What's a partnership? I don't, I don't know. It's perfect and slide. Yeah, perfect and slide. So head on over to queencitycreativeworks.com. On their homepage, you can scroll down to Shop Now button, select that, and then you can pick from uh, a few different options of Buffalo Happy Hour branded merchandise, and they can ship it right to your door through Usbus, otherwise known as USPS. So, <laughs> Queen City Creative Works, thank you so much for your sponsorship. And, Derek, we are on round two of the weekly episode. So, we'll... Uh, I guess you're not excited about it, so no, I'm sorry I'm to hear. I'm a little tired, bud. The what? sun kills me. What are you talking about? Mowing the lawn, you, disc golfing. You were outside for like working. 13 minutes. I was not. Whatever, dude. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> I'm pulling up the useless fact that actually makes me excited inside, but last week we talked about height of grass. What? Yep. Height of grass? Last week, we talked about height of grass. <laughs> the useless fact had graph in it, so I combined the two words. It was a dumpster fire. Um, we're not using that fact. The uh, We talked about that. Then we talked about intelligence levels. Our audio cut out. We continued intelligence levels. And then what did we round out about? Golf and kind of what your thought process was on learning everything that you can related to intelligence levels. There you go. Useless fact. You ready? Oh, yeah. And I'm curious to know if this has ever happened to you. Okay. For the family, obviously the answer is yes, but I'm talking like pre-marriage when we were young. 
people that cuddle can become addicted to each other and experience symptoms similar to withdrawal when apart. Has that ever happened to you in your life? Does your own experience as a human being back that up? No. While you are dead inside. And I'll tell you why. Because we kind of talked about it during last episode. What? I run hot, bro. I run real hot. That was one sentence in last week's 40-minute episode. We talked 30-minute, and we talked about it. I wasn't wrong. Beep. (laughs) I run hot, dude. So, like, my cuddling is cut short, significantly shorter than I would want to, because I'm always at 17,000 degrees. And that's an issue. Running at 17,000 degrees? Yeah, because I'm always warm. The only one that I've ever had... The only thing that I've ever had, like... I don't know, that I was sad that I wasn't cuddling is Cleo, because she doesn't get me as hot as a person would. This took a weird turn. Yeah. Let's go to the next fact. Okay. (laughs) I'm just kidding. What about you? Have you... Yes, Derek, because I'm a woman inside and I like cuddling. You know that I'm an emotional being. <laughs> yes. Um, in previous episodes, we've talked about the love languages. And, yeah, like, I I wouldn't say addicted, but have yearned to be with someone, you know, I was like, I don't want to be here. I'd rather be hanging out with you. I'm like that now with my wife. I don't want to be here. I want to be with you. I want to spend time with you. Wow, rude. I mean, you run hot. <laughs> so, it honestly, honest to God, it happened last night where <clears throat> I went to lay in bed, decompress, and just relax. I'm having this awful thing where lint is inside the thing, mm. so I can't, like, it's got to get, you know, whatever. iPhone problems. Android 2. I've had it with Android. No, man. It's iPhone. Yeah. That China made stuff. Oh my god. They're all China made. <laughs> no Japanese, bruh. Samsung is Japanese, not China. You'd be surprised what happens. That's like saying In Japan? That's like saying Ford is American and then you realize where it's actually built. Moving on. China. So <laughs> I I laid in bed and then she wasn't tired, which is fine. She's like, I just kinda wanna keep doing some stuff around the house. And I was like, that's fine, but like I'd rather just lay in bed and talk to you. Like, why don't we just have a conversation and just lay in and talk? Like I haven't seen you all day. And she's like, Okay. So she gets into bed and she's like, What do you want to talk about? I was like, I don't know anything. Like, talk to me about whatever. And then we just sat there and we ended up talking for forty five minutes. It's great. And then I was just kind of like laying on her. Where the entire time Colleen was like, I could really be doing so much other stuff right now. Probably, but she was also super <laughs> uncomfortable because like her ribs hurt and like her belly's getting big. And she's like, I just, everything hurts. And I was like, yeah, but you're still adorable, you know? So I just wanted to, I just wanted quality time with Colleen. Do you normally find out that you're more of the feminine one in every relationship that you've been in? No. Really? Yeah. Yeah, no. There was yes or no. Well, yeah, I'm saying like yeah, no. Like oh, there's okay. there times man. <laughs> when it comes to that stuff, I'm saying obviously they're not gonna mow the lawn. Like I'm, that's not what I'm saying. But from an emotional level, equality, bro. <laughs> from an emotional level, do you feel like you're more generally the women in a lot of your relationships? 
No, there's been some where it's been very, very balanced, where we're both emotional, but it wasn't bad. It was in a good way. Uh, it was funny. I was talking to Colleen about Bravo shows, and season 10 of Vanderpump is just amazing. So it's it's a literal dumpster fire. There's like affairs, there's divorce, there's lawsuits. It's super juicy, right? And I was like, well, I want to watch the latest episode. And I told her, I was like, isn't it weird for you to have a husband that's involved in and asking you questions about reality TV shows? And she goes, yeah, it's weird. And I was like, yeah, but what else would you want? She's like, nothing. I was like, exactly. Like, that's got to be great for you. Because I'll still do all the indoor and outdoor projects. I'll cut all the baseboard trim. I'll paint. I'll cut the grass. I'll pick up all the dog shit. I'll clean all the dishes. I'll vacuum. I'll scrub the bathroom. I'll do all the things. And then I'll still, like... I don't know, whine about cuddling or... What w- drives you with that, though? Like, th- these shows, why do you like watching these shows? Do you like watching Dumpster Fires? Like, wh- what is it about those shows that... Because I can't stand them. If they're on for five minutes, I'm like, what is this and why is this on TV? The only reason I'm invested in this one is specifically because I know all of the backstories for all of the... Uh, the people involved in the show. I can't say actors because it's reality TV. So, like, all of the people, I know where they all stand. So now that, like, everybody's having a massive falling out, that's why I'm into it. But you've been into it before or else you wouldn't know who they are. Yeah, but for different reasons. Like, they were pushing business goals. They were, like, opening businesses. They were doing different things. And they were, like, there were good times within the friend group. And it's just the same friend group that's going through all these things. Like, that's why. Hmm. So, yeah. So it's more... It's more because, because I know the people. Yeah, because I know the people. More so because I actually enjoy the show. Them screaming at each other is annoying. That's why, like, there are certain housewife shows that I just can't stand because they do nothing but scream at each other. Well, like, this isn't fun or enjoyable to watch. But if this person cheated on this person and other, these other people are getting divorced because of it, like, that's kind of juicy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know. It never resonated with me. I didn't watch any reality TV shows. Like, even the ones that were on MTV a while ago, like Real World and, I don't know, like Next and all that stuff. I'm like, I don't – it just doesn't help me at all. It doesn't do anything for you? It doesn't do anything for me. Right. I don't know. I just feel like it's – they're good shows. Did you ever watch the, like, Amazing Race or Survivor or anything like that? No, I never got into them. They were on inside the house. I just didn't – I wasn't like, oh, my God. Is that considered reality TV? Kind of, in a sense. Let me actually check that. Like, Next and all those MTV shows, they're all scripted. A hundred percent. So is that that's not considered reality TV then at that point, right? No, that stuff, no. I don't know. Um, well, because it's like a, it's a competition show. So is Survivor reality TV? That's your question, right? Yeah. Yo, 44 seasons. That joint's been on since 2000. Jesus Christ. How long has The Simpsons been on? Check that. It's got to be up there, right? Check that. 34. Okay, so, so Survivor's, Survivor's been, been on, on longer, longer than, Simpsons? than The Simpsons? That's insane. No way. 1989, The Simpsons started. So, how? No, Survivor started in 2000. That's what I'm saying. 44 so, seasons. So, there must have been two seasons per year. 
Yeah. Well, I think because they had those season, they had seasonal survivors. You know what I mean? They had like all these different spinoffs too. And then they had like. So it hasn't been on longer than The Simpsons. The Simpsons been on since 89. This has been on 11 years after Simpsons, but has more seasons because they're just like an episode's a season. What are your thoughts on The Simpsons uh, understanding future events and they're like Nostradamus? And all the conspiracies behind it. Honestly, I never got into Simpsons either, so I don't re- like. I've seen the memes on it, but honestly, I don't know from my standpoint if any of them are doctored, fake, or what if they're you? actually true. Like the first one that I saw that predicted that was, um, I think it was nine eleven, right? Was nine eleven? I the one that I remember the most is uh, Trump coming down the escalator when they predicted that, like of the twenty sixteen presidential campaign. Yep. That's what I predicted. Or that's what uh, I remember The Simpsons predicted. Other than that, but I didn't know if that was fake or not because I don't watch The Simpsons. Did you ever really watch it? The Simpsons? Yeah. Not not like Family Guy where I like actively sat down to watch Family Guy. Is Simpsons supposed to be like funny like Family Guy though? Yeah. I don't even know what Simpsons is. Like no, I know yeah, what it yeah. is, but it's I don't know what it to, is. It's supposed to be funny like Family Guy. Family Guy's darker, a thousand percent. And like South Park, too. I mean, dude, South Park, what they get away with, I don't understand. <laughs> Did you see the video of Trey Parker holding up his daughter? And he's like, just say bitch. And she's like, bitch. And she's like three years old and just swearing into the microphone because they wanted a young voice to say it for the show. I'm like, dude, your daughter is so messed up in the future. You just screw yourself. No one in your family made you swear and recorded it? No. Oh, yeah. Me neither then. Definitely not. And recorded it? Oh, yeah. Not at all. Didn't happen to me Why would your family record it? My cousins were like, they're boys. And they're just like making me say swear words in their bedroom and they were just recording it and then showing my mom their aunt. Oh, yeah, sure. It's like, you know, look what I got in her do. Right, but it's not televised on a national uh, television show. Correct. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. None, none of that happened. No one knows we exist. So. so between South Park, Family Guy, and Simpsons, where would you rank, rank them? Uh, South Park is like the most vile. Family Guy is a damn close second, and then Simpsons is for sure third. I mean, The Simpsons is um is funny, but it's no, it's it's not like the other two. It, how is in a that? Sense, it's not like how is two. that on since nineteen eighty nine? You just can't take it off. I mean, if you took that off, people would like legit revolt. There's gonna be a day where it's not on. You think? Yeah, obviously, it has to be. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. How long has South Park been on? 
Well, I mean, I remember kindergarten, first grade, there were kids quoting South Park. And I, I can name the individual that was quoting it from my class to this day. Sounds like a parental issue. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't say he's crushing life, but... <laughs> 1997, South Park started. Yeah, that makes sense. So eight years after Simpsons. So we're born 92. 93, 94, 95, 96, 97, so five years. So yeah, literally pre-K and kindergarten is when... It started for us. and Jonathan Kimmel? Is that Jimmy Kimmel's brother? Another great question. But that's... I yeah, the younger brother of Jimmy Kimmel. So Jimmy Kimmel, who is a dumpster fire and I can't stand him, his younger brother is one of the producers for South Park? That makes no sense. That family party has to be hilarious. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Do you remember... One of them is mad liberal. The other one is like, I don't give a shit about anything. Do you remember when... South Park got sued, and they responded. They got sued by Yelp. Yeah. And then they responded to the lawsuit as a, as a Yelp review layout, saying, I give this lawsuit one star. Like, <laughs> what? You can get away with anything if you're them. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Now, next question. What are your thoughts on the new Twitter CEO? I saw that he hired some chick, right? Yeah. She used, to, she used to run, like, NBC whatever. And now she's the CEO of Twitter. She was mad high up at NBC. I can pull it up to get the actual. Um, I mean, that's 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 crazy too. Because at, initially he didn't announce who it was, so it was the the former NBC Universal head of advertising. Her name is Linda, and uh. She will replace him as Twitter's CEO, and then he's moving to some weird, like, C-suite executive position where he just kind of, like, oversees everything. Cause he yeah, he's still the care. owner, but he's yeah. not the chief executive officer. Whatever. Yeah, it's all semantics at that point. Like, he's still running the company. He it, said that it's all semantics when it came to Tesla. He's like, you don't need a C-suite. Right. You don't. Like, it's, I mean, we don't need a C-suite. We have a C-suite, though. I mean, obviously, you're CEO and I'm COO. Or no, you're CFO. I'm COO. Although, honestly, more times than not, I'm CFO and you're COO because you're trying to drive the train and I'm just like, bro, find a cheaper option. Yeah, I don't know. We kind of do everything. Because I pay, we like, I facilitate payment for a lot of stuff. I just need your approval. Approval. Because we're business. It's a business. Business. I like it. Next time I turn in a check at the credit union for the business account, I'm literally going to tell them, here you go, that's 864 pies. <laughs> and then they're just going to be like, why do you they're guys like, exist? Here, yeah. yeah. Why you do you guys your exist? Account from us? <laughs> Stop. They love us, dude. Yeah. Except we keep bringing them checks that are addressed to the business and we don't have a business account. They're like, you guys can't do that anymore. We do what we want. They still cash it. They know who we are. Like, I'm not lying to you. This is a legitimate thing. Here you go. It's fine. It's fine. I'm excited for future episodes because I started reading about quantum computing. Did you get my Did you get my uh, snap? So, M- Micho Kaku. Weird. It's like a weird turn again. Is that- <laughs> Micho Kaku is the dude that's been studying quantum physics his entire life. And he was just on Rogan talking about it and I bought his book 
and I'm like a couple chapters in. Dude is fascinating, and I can't wait to show you my intelligence by communicating at a a novice level what quantum computing is. I mean, well, what's the deal? Because it's a supercomputer, essentially, right? So they're able to... Yes, a hundred times, a hundred million times more powerful than than the biggest digital computer. And it do... uh, Listen, I'm two chapters in, so don't be asking crazy questions. The book is massive. Quantum computers. God, here we go. The supercomputers, right? Are they still the same size as like a floor of a building with just massive servers or no? Did they condense them? I mean, the computer itself is very small. Like the computer itself is like a microchip, but the, like all that copper that you see in all these pictures, that's just for cooling it because it just gets super freaking hot. So they're massive things, but it's all cooling because they get so hot. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Do you is is quantum computing a part of AI? No, they're different. So artificial intelligence can feed quantum computing, but they're not the same thing. Quantum computing is literally computing at an atomic level. Instead of digital computers, which is zeros and ones, it's doing calculations based off of atoms and molecules. How which, who developed that? Exactly. No idea. But there's a huge race for people to figure out quantum computing we have quantum computers available but mastering it and basically taking that next step is still what everyone's fighting for like ibm is the biggest one right now in america and that's the one that's leading the world in quantum computing is ibm which is pretty sick but china has their own russia i'm assuming has their own but once you do that once you create quantum computing you basically run the world do you know when that started? Quantum computing? I'm sure a while ago. It just hasn't been like documented and finalized. It, mm. it has to be like like 90s. 1980. 1980, really. So in the 1980s, Richard Feynman and Yuri Man- Manin, the intuition behind quantum computing stemmed from what was often seen as one of the greatest embarrassments of physics. Remarkable scientific progress faced with an inability to model even simple systems. So, the world leader right now in quantum computing is owned by businesses, not by countries. Right, IBM. So, Google... IBM's a leader right now. So, Google, IBM, Rigatai Computing, INQ, D-Wave Systems... Alibaba, Exandu, Honeywell, mm-hmm. Zabata Computing, and Cambridge, or Cambridge, rather, Quantum Computing. So what's – and then IBM and Google are basically, like, there. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting to see how that's going to work because even from a cybersecurity standpoint or an Intel standpoint in gaining Intel, quantum computing is going to get that much faster than normal computers. Mm-hmm. So from a national security standpoint, there was a book that I read by Jack Carr, who is famous now for the terminal list. His fourth, fourth book, because there's a book that's about to release. So the one that's currently out is talking about the levels of cyber warfare and how that's the new battle space and how the U.S. has 
a lot of strategic strongholds in that that other countries don't. Yeah. And it's fascinating that he's talking about that specifically because, like, what does he actually know? Because one of his books is about COVID, and then the other two books are basically about James Reese and, you know, the progression of that character. So, and then then he basically wrote the third book Mm pre-pandemic about, okay, the character is now doing this, and I'm going to write the book about it, which led him to looking internally and saying, if I'm the enemy, just like any good cop is going to think like a criminal, Mm -hmm. right? So he took the stance of, I'm going to write a book, and I'm going to look at it from our enemy standpoint. So if I'm China, how do I attack the U.S.? And he wrote his book about it, and then it literally was about uh, warfare with like disease and things like that, and then COVID hit like two months before his book release. Mm. Fascinating. And then he literally came out and said, if I was any other country, I would I would just wait. It's a waiting game. Like, just sit. Their own politics, their own two-party system, and their own propaganda is literally dividing the country better than we could anyways. Right. So just let it run its course. And they're 100% right. Mm. It's fascinating. Yeah. I'm stoked for his new book. When does it come out? This month. Big so May May twenty twenty three big deal, I got in a pre order for the audiobook. cranking bro. You prefer audiobooks rather than regular books? Yeah, because I drive a lot, so mm. it's just easier for me. Um, but they're I mean they're what's fantastic. The, what's books. the best book you've heard recently? Terminalist. Yeah, yeah, by far. There was a couple personal development books and some sales books and things like that, but um, I like reading those opposed to listening to them. And then just because if I listen to them. It's kind of just like an IV of right. like motivation, and then I get out of the car, and I'm just like, I'm going to burn the place down, baby. You know, it's Brucey time, baby. So I just get so excited. But when it comes to like terminalist or like graphic novels that are nonfiction, emphasis in the air quotes, if you're not watching on YouTube, you should anyways. Subscribe, Buffalo Happy Hour. But um, it's just, it's to me, that's the best way yeah. to go about it. Sure. What do you think, man? Wrap it up. Do what you're saying. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm good. You're not. Are you good? You're tired. A little bit. The rings on the barrel are speaking. Yeah. I just want to get this new studio setup going so we can relax a little bit more, you know, fall asleep in an episode. That's what I'm talking about. Get a bed in here. If we fall asleep in an episode, do we post it? Oh, yeah, 100%. Leave a comment down below if you think we should literally fall asleep mid episode and then if you would watch it. Nobody think, would watch it. Dude, someone would, Megafan will watch it to the end <laughs> and then be like, camera's cut out at. That would be so funny. Well, well, we would obviously have to post edit it because how else would it get on YouTube? Well, right. I mean, we'd wake up We eventually. could live stream it. We'd probably wake up to a fire because the cameras would just like start on fire. <laughs> Do we just live, live stream us falling asleep? No, that's obnoxious. <laughs> Buffalo Happy Hour passes out drunk. So if you didn't hear last week, we did talk about the whole purpose of us moving our Wednesday Whiskey Reviews to a new channel. So if you are interested in hearing more about whiskey and having a dedicated channel for whiskey so you guys that are just here for the podcast and small businesses aren't being over-inundated with a lot of whiskey content. If you're interested in that, go check out YouTube.com slash Whiskey Talk BHH or something like that. I don't know. It'll be listed below. 
But go check that out and hear that. But part of the reason why we're doing that is to free up space here if we do want to do additional content. I, I know that Mike and I really want to get into doing some filmmaking, doing some more commercials and all that stuff, and that will be free up some spots in our weekly upload schedule without going crazy on this one YouTube channel. So go hit subscribe on that one and let us know any content that you would like us to record because we're here for you. Also, go hit up Patreon because we just released an episode today, which is Friday, May 12th. 12th. 12th on there that is the uh, Patreon episode number two. More to come, obviously. More to come. Pause. Pause. Derek, take us out. If you did drink with us today, please remember to drink responsibly. Your person name, Michael. Do not litter. We're out. MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.